0: what is up everyone what the fuck is up um welcome to another episode of film with cj my name is cj my pronouns are they them as always let's get the fuck into this episode because as you can tell by the title i'm reviewing the very popular highly talked about movie called everything everywhere All at once, and what a fucking movie this was! Everything, everywhere, all at once is another A24 movie. Y'all know I'm obsessed with A24, and I feel like this movie also was not promoted a lot. I don't think I saw any marketing for this movie at all, Um, and I really just heard about it through word of mouth and through Twitter, and. That's literally how I knew that this movie existed, and how I knew that I needed to go to the theaters to see it. I don't even know how to describe the premise of this movie. Um, and I do feel like, like the movie Parasite that came out a couple years ago, I think it's better if you go into this movie knowing the least amount about the movie as possible. Um, and I think that is the intention of A24 and the director um, when they made this movie. Because if you even if you watch the trailer for this movie, they don't give that much away about the actual story. Um, and it's really just a collection of scenes and clips from the movie that may or may not really tell the broader story of the movie and just kind of give you like a gist like just enough to possibly get you interested and see the movie um but for me i watched the trailer and i like kind of had an idea of what it was about but couldn't really tell what the story was from a high level perspective though everything everywhere all at once is a movie about multiverse, and um, how that multiverse comes into play through the main character and the main character's family who are Chinese Americans, um, and not well-off Chinese Americans, like run a laundromat, live upstairs in the laundromat, um, and, you know, just how, how that multiverse comes into play, and how it affects their family dynamic. Um, this movie really reminded me of Scott Pilgrim Saves the World. If you've ever seen Scott Pilgrim Saves the World, you know it's kind of like a quirky, dry humor, awkward at sometimes, times, cartoony without being like actual cartoons um, in the movie. and But I think where Everything Everywhere All at Once takes it a bit further is there's actually a very deep story underneath um underneath all of the kind of like quirky um and bizarre imagery um that's in the movie and when I tell you this movie is literally the rep like all of my childhood and adult well not all of my childhood but a very big portion of my childhood trauma and adult trauma wrapped into one movie like the emotional response that I had to this movie was unhealthy (laughs) Like, like not like not even kidding I personally like I've known that I should be in therapy for a while and like that's something that I'm working towards um once I'm able to afford it but if you ever thought that you have mommy issues even in the slightest be aware that this movie really 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 fucking taps into that and i i wish i had seen this movie alone in the theaters because i was ugly crying like i was having like chest palpitations crying um in this movie and like thankfully like I kind of held it together where I was just like crying hard but crying silently um but I really wish I had seen this movie alone um because um yeah it was just kind of like I was not expecting for it to go that way and like it's not at all triggering or anything but I was just not prepared and um if you don't know about me, like, I also have a um, an Asian mom, and my mom's family is Asian. And the main characters in this um, movie are Chinese-American. I'm partially Japanese. And so the mommy issues, in my opinion, the mommy issues in this movie are very much... Uh, they very much focus on the relationship between Asian mom and Asian daughter, which is, you know, literally... The relationship that i have with my mom um and it's it's tough it's tough it's tough i feel like asian mommy issues are a very specific brand of mommy issues that was hard for me to see and i really wish i could have talked to my mom i don't know i don't know this episode is not for me um Trauma, trauma dumping, or anything like that, on my listeners. I just want everyone to be aware that if you may, if you think you might have mommy issues, just be prepared when you go into this movie because I cried like I've never cried so hard um, watching a movie before, and like I'm a very easy person to make cry when when I watch movies, when I watch TV shows. I've I've never had an emotional response um like the one that I had while watching this movie that being said the costume design okay so this is this is a very clearly like an indie movie like kind of low budget actors that I've never seen before no big a-listers um very small like set production they probably filmed in like two or three places for the whole movie um and you know there was no marketing for it not a lot of like movie times to go see it at the movie theater like obviously this was a very low budget movie um which is you know part of the reason why I loved it why I was so shocked and surprised and like grateful to have seen it um but despite that I think the costume and the hair and makeup that they did for the daughter in this movie was so incredible it was so incredible it was like I don't know just like every every outfit that she had and every every makeup design I don't even know what the words are for it but like every beat that she had on her face like every hair design I feel like it even though they were so bizarre and gaudy and like make like avant-garde um they played into the story so well and those outfits and those makeup um styles and like hairstyles were like definitely needed for her character and even though she was the only one who was who was like made up like that in the movie it it just added to her character so much and I and I love when um costume and like hair and makeup designers like understand how much how important that is! Like even for a lower budget movie, like it's so it's so important. Like it really, really, really sells the story of the character. I really want costume and hair and makeup people on set to get their flowers because they do they do incredible work. They do incredible, incredible work. They need to be getting more awards, more Oscars, whatever it is. Um, there should be like the fucking like, an Oscars just for, like, hair and makeup design and, like, costume, because what they're doing is the Lord's work, in my opinion. Also, like, how do you even go to school for that? Like, do you go to, like, if I want to be a costume designer on sets for movies, like, do I go to fashion school, or is it, like, can I become, like, famous on, On social media and like get contacted by people who work on sets like I don't I don't even know how that works like how do you even like become a costume designer like do you have to know people to know people like to get on on that type of thing I just feel like it's such like a niche area of fashion design that nobody really talks about like how you get into it But I feel like for, like, makeup, like, hair and makeup, like, you can be, like, a celebrity hair and makeup artist and, like, probably get contacted for um, movies and, like, sets. But costume design, I've, I just, I have no idea how anyone goes into that. And it's so fucking cool because everyone that's into it is so fucking talented. But, like, how do y'all get into that? How do y'all get into that? Because I just, I admire y'all so much. On top of hair and makeup and costume design for um, the daughter character in this movie, this movie is genuinely so original. Like, I know we're stepping into an area where there's so many TV shows and so many movies about the multiverse, um, and, like, even, you know, I feel like I've seen way more articles about space and, like, black holes and stuff like this now than, um, than previously, and maybe it's because, like, the science is better the technology is better like we know more um etc um but I feel like also like as we are developing as a society progressing as a society and or you could look at it re- as regressing um in society even though the technology is is you know advancing I feel like there's so many more there's so much more con- like doomsday com- content out there now um and so there's you know naturally just more 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 people talking about like what else is out there besides beyond the earth um and despite that i do feel like this story is incredibly original like nothing nothing like anything else that is out there i do feel like it has the same feel as scott pilgrim saves the world um in a sense but the the story is unlike anything I've ever seen before and I love how in movies now we're stepping away from centralizing white stories as we've done for hundreds and hundreds of years like I'm I'm bored I've been bored of centralizing white stories like I can't relate to white stories they're not original we keep recycling through the same things um I don't care to see a white person on screen anymore I'm not paying money for that and honestly a white story doesn't represent most people anymore um or ever it never did and we just nobody fucking cared and nobody fucking wanted to tell other stories but I, I just really like how we are stepping into an, into an era where we're recognizing that there are other stories out there that are equally as important if not more important to tell. Um, and this is this is a prime example of that. Personally, I believe we as a society do not need to see any another white story. We've we've done that. We've been there. We've done that. We don't need there's millions of them out there already let's tell let's 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 tell another story let's turn the page you know what I mean and this movie goes so far not even so far but I think so far in in like the world of movies like this is technically I think quote-unquote progressive is like even though we are centering Asian stories Chinese American stories in this movie They also talk about depression in this movie, which is, like, very, very, very taboo in Asian cultures. Like, depression is, like, something you net, like, you never mention and or it's non-existent. Um, and if you do talk about it, people kind of gaslight you into being, like, well, what do you have to be depressed about type deal or, like, grow up type deal. But I feel like this movie de- this movie definitely touches on the topic of feeling like nothing matters, um hopelessness, um there it's like too like talking about like how it's too much um and just wanting to use death as a means to escape. I will say though, I don't think anyone in this movie, any particular person did a stellar acting job, I think they were all good and fine, but no one really, like, stuck out to me as, like, going above and beyond and, like, really, really selling, uh, the role or the characters that were there in, I think that's, like, one of my very few, if not my only qualm with the movie was that, like, you know, acting was fine, acting was fine, and I think the, the movie was really about the story more than the characters and the actors, um, and that's okay. All right, let's get into some reviews because I know there's probably going to be a bunch of white people saying some subtly racist shit on here, so let's get into it. We've got 97% on Rotten Tomatoes, 8.9 out of 10 on IMDb, 82% on Metacritic, and 4.5 out of 5 stars on Google Reviews. Someone said, An amazing movie, one of the best original and creative creative movies in a long time. Any bad reviews are by people with negative IQ that zone out while watching the movie because they aren't smart enough to understand it, so they think it's bad. Not every movie has to be spoon-fed the same basic and boring script to you for five-year-old brain adults to understand. This is such a fantastic movie with hilarious moments of ways to connect to each other, to other universes while still being a great emotional family story and showing that no matter how messed up a certain universe can be, there's always something good that can balance it out. All in all, what a wonderful, wonderful, absolutely fantastic movie. Someone else said, For some, it will be considered an inaccessible work of art and exhausting. The mind can only take so much Matrix meta multiverse before it starts to disengage. Too much of the vital narrative details in an already profoundly complex and subtitled film are so rushed that through are so rushed through that catching snippets and then connecting the snippets in order to establish a theoretical storyline is challenging. There's a lot of manic commotion in everything. Once rolling, it really lets up, hydroplaning as it does between what appears to be frivolous theatrics and genuine heart wrenching melodrama. The effort and dedication to make this ambitious, quasi-experimental movie is obviously enormous and I hail their vision and determination, but there is redundancy in too many faux-fight sequences as the leads portal hop through space-time in the cerebrosphere. Low points involve anatomical animation and, considering its very serious themes of existential despair and inability to show love, overuse of incongruous attempts at farcical humor that mostly fails to register. Everything's goal, however, is lofty and it is pursued with inventive obsession. I applaud this film's high concept reach, even if for me it proved as overwhelming as its name suggests that it might be. Here is my issue with this review. So like I said, I already kind of expected that there were going to be some people, more specifically men, and this review was written by Rodney Starnes. I'm not going to assume, but I am going to wonder if this is a man that wrote this but my problem with this review is the comment about the subtitledness or having subtitles because honestly if you're stupid just say that just say you can't read fast enough but saying that 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 having subtitles on a film makes it infinitely more complex and that readers are or watchers are likely to be disengaged because their subtitles is not fucking true. It's not fucking true. And honestly, the only reason it's true in the U.S. is because we're so used to everything in the U.S. being catered to us. Like we can't have one single inconvenience. We can't have anything that's not hundred percent the way that we want it, or else it's like too fucking complex, too fucking hard, we can't do it, it's not the way we want it, yada yada, and we make such a big fucking deal about shit that's like so normal and so you know easy and done in other countries, like they like if subtitles were really that much of an issue. Anime would not be nearly as big as it is. Anime would have a fraction of the popularity as it does. Even in the US, it would. I feel like this person has never watched any movie with a, like, any movie with a remotely complex theme or a remotely complex storyline because, let me tell you, this movie is not difficult to understand like, at all. In fact, I thought it was very straightforward. It's very, very minimally symbolic, very minimally abstract. Like, like I feel like this person, and no shade when I say this, but I feel like this person has not watched anything outside of a Marvel movie or outside of a superhero movie. In my mind, Marvel movies and superhero movies are the most straightforward movie of all time. Like, they leave nothing up to the imagination, there is no symbolism, there is no, um, like, everything is very much spelled out for you. This person, I feel like, has not watched anything beyond that, anything that remotely makes you think at all. Obviously, this movie is, you know, partially in Chinese, because the main characters are chinese Americans. so, like, Yes, there are subtitles in, in parts of the movie. And it's literally not even the whole movie. Like, I know how we were talking, or not we, not I, but many people were talking about how when Parasite um, came out and was super popular, One Best Picture, people were like, oh my god, subtitles, are so fucking different. Like, foreign movies, so fucking different, so fucking difficult, can't watch this, Like, if y'all. I just. Once y'all get over subtitles. Once y'all get over like the fact that there are things you don't understand as an American and not everything has to be Americanized. Not everything should be Americanized. You will enjoy life a lot more. I promise you. I promise you. This is one thing I can promise you. Subtitles are not out to get you. And I want... I. I believe in you. I think you can read and watch at the same time. I think you can. Also, can we talk about the language in this review? Cerebrosphere? Farcical? Frivolous? Why? Like, if you, if you want to come off as being elitist, use cerebrosphere, use farcical like, this is partly what I, this is one of the things that I hate about, like, the movie or the film critic world is that, like, everybody, like, everybody thinks they're fucking smart because they can use big words when reviewing movies when it's literally, like, the idea that you're expressing is actually a very simple idea and you want to make it seem like it's a fucking complex thing that you're saying by using very complicated words and it's, like, I swear to you, 99% of what you're saying is actually very simple and actually very one dimensional, but you want to seem that you're fucking, like, better than everybody else, so you use big words to make it seem like you're expressing a very complex thing when you're actually not. And it's, mo- it's mostly men that do this. It's mostly white men. Let's be honest. Let's call it out what it is. But, like, never am I going to sit here and talk about a word like incongruous, Because what is the fucking point? I can get my ideas across very well without using words that are going to alienate a lot of people. And you seem like the type of person that intentionally wants to alienate a lot of people because you think it's like cool and it makes you better than everybody else. Fuck that. This last person said, absolutely amazing roller coaster of a movie the title of the movie alone should give you some idea of what to expect so if you don't like ridiculous movies that are everything everywhere all at once then you won't like this movie if you're reading negative reviews about it being hard to follow i assure you it truly isn't exactly despite its constant jumping around through different universes the story and characters are extremely easy to keep track of The explanation behind the universe jumping is extremely easy to understand, the comedy lands persistently, and the emotional aspects of the movie hit hard and were relatable for both me and my wife. If you're going into this multiverse movie expecting Into the Spider-Verse or No Way Home, I guarantee you, you will be disappointed. This movie definitely requires an open mind in order order for the multiverse, comedy, and emotion to truly hit. I'd argue, however, that if you get lost in the constant swapping between Mandarin, Cantonese, and English, then you might have a hard time keeping up when the movie gets chaotic later on. It is exceedingly clear that most of the negative reviews are people who barely paid any attention or went in expecting the worst so they nitpicked until they hated it. Definitely keep your mind open and go see it in theaters if you have time for a two and a half hour long movie because it truly is a chaotic, beautiful, hilarious masterpiece. This reviewer is picking up what I was putting down, especially about the part with superhero movies being very straightforward and not leaving anything up to the imagination, which is not a bad thing because I feel like superhero movies, especially Marvel movies, have to cater to the largest audience, meaning people who are like 10 years old up to people who are like 65, so, you know, you might as well well spell everything out because... You, you just need to like for an age gap of like 50 plus years like you have to spell everything out but everything everywhere all at once is not a superhero movie like just because it has a multiverse um background to it it's it's not gonna be spoon-fed to you like a marvel movie and you just you gotta accept that you gotta accept that like literally everything just can't be catered to you I know this review was talking about how this movie constantly switches between Mandarin, Cantonese, and English. I, like, I don't even feel like it was like that, honestly, like, I, and maybe it's because I watch a ton of anime, um, and so, like, I'm just used to, like, English being a part of, like, other... Asian languages like in Japanese there are a lot there are a lot of words that don't exist in Japanese and so they'll just take the English word but they'll say it in a Japanese accent I'm just very used to that maybe it's because I watch a ton of anime and so I'm I was not confused at all I did not get lost um watching this movie I just I don't understand that kind of comment um because I personally can't relate to it I know there are also people who are saying that the movie is too long if you can sit through Batman for three hours, you can sit through this for two and a half. And that's all I'm going to say. Actually, no, I do have one more thing to, to say about this. Two hour, Two and a half hours is genuinely not a long movie for me. I think what you start to get long is three hours plus. But I think now that we are so used to having very small tidbits of content constantly, anything now anything longer than like 30 minutes seems long um and i think it's to our detriment because it's very hard to tell a fully flushed out story especially one with a deep and emotional theme as this movie has in less than two hours it's just, it's it's very, very hard, and you likely will have to skip out on a lot of other things that you would want to do in a longer movie if you do it in less than two hours. Plus, I, the way that movie theater prices are now, I'm not going to the movies to see a movie that's less than two hours. It just doesn't make sense for me financially. Like, I'm paying at least $20 to get into the theater. That's, if I see a, a two-hour long movie, that's $10 an hour. No. I really have strong feelings about this um because I just hate when and I've really only seen it with um Asian movies or Asian-centered movies thus far, but I hate when an Asian-centered movie c- comes out and so many of the comments are subtly racist. Like and I th- I I mean it's not unexpected um like a lot of americans are just super racist and just can't even believe that there are other people out on earth that aren't white but like i'd like it's so infuriating to me to see a really beautifully made movie that centers on Asian stories and then people come out of the fucking woodwork to be like it's too long there's too many subtitles it's confusing I didn't understand when they were speaking in Chinese I didn't understand when they were speaking Mandarin like bro shut the fuck up shut the fuck up like clearly this movie was not made for you and if you're going to go see it you need to appreciate it for what it is I'm not saying you need to love the movie but like the if, if you go into the movie and you sit down and you watch two and a half hours of a beautifully made movie and then you come out and the only things that you have to say are things about the length, are things about the language switching, are things about subtitles, let's reflect. Let's look inward on that one because something is not right with you if that's all you take out of this movie. clearly have strong feelings that's okay I'm gonna calm down and take a deep breath fuck all the racists but we'll keep coming harder and harder and harder with all these good ass movies coming out that are telling stories that are not centered around white people we'll just keep doing it and I'll keep watching every single fucking one Cause I love that shit, and I love hearing racists cry. Anyways, good ass movie. I'm giving it a nine out of ten. My only qualm is was the acting. I thought it it was good. It was good for the movie. Not stellar, but it was good. So that's why I give it nine out of ten. Everything else was. Chef's kiss. Go see it in theaters. At my local theater, there were only, like, two showings. Um, I did see it. I think I saw it. No, I saw it on a Friday. Um, And there were only, like... Oh, actually, I did see it on Friday. And there were, like, four times. Like, four movie times. But if I saw it during the week, there was only, like, two. Um, So, I know it's kind of, like, a, you know, a limited release. Not, like, 30 movie times like all the other... Or any other big box office movie but worth the fucking watch worth the fucking watch be aware of the mommy issues if you may have mommy issues um just something to watch out for highly 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 recommend this movie came out of the fucking woodwork um and was so stellar i i couldn't have asked for a better more original movie so if you like what you hear go follow me on twitter at film is cj tell me what you thought give me suggestions um i'm working on a new episode as always for next thursday so i'll see you on my film heads then